You're listening to Knowing Faith, a podcast of Training the Church. This is Kyle Worley, and I'm joined by my co-host, Jen Wilkin. Hey, guys. And JT English. Hey, hey. Hey, and we are back for season three of Knowing Faith. I'm pumped. You guys pumped? Glad to be here. Yep. We're back. We're back. We're yeah, back. This summer good. was too long. Here we are. Here we are, and we are jumping in today, just kind of catching up a bit from summer, talking about knowing faith, why we started knowing faith, what we're doing on knowing faith, and where we're going in this season, the third season of knowing faith. Third time's a charm, y'all. Third time. Third time. Here we go. Hope you enjoy the discussion. Okay, so uh, I was... I spent some time going back through your books over the last couple of weeks. My books? No, 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 no. Oh my gosh. Your books. That's, I was like, this is starting out really creepy. <laughs> yes, Jen, I went back and reviewed all of your books. And That's I, Jen, what it sounded JT, like you said. JT and I have a few things we'd like to talk with you about. A few notes here. Some underlines. Let me get this up. Mm. What is okay, yearbooks. Year yes, mm-hmm. year, yearbooks. I'm sorry, that's the Southeast Texan in me. Yearbooks. So I've been going back through some of my yearbooks, and it is bonkers the stuff that's in those yearbooks. and But the craziest thing that I totally forgot that Lauren and I have now been joking about is, do you guys remember when people would write stuff in your yearbooks? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so do you guys remember hags? Hags? What? Hags? When somebody, yes, the producers are shaking their heads like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that Hags. I remember that. Well, yeah, but you're like a senior saint. So uh, your yearbooks were. What year were you born? Uh, you know, that's not relevant. Okay. Uh, hags. <laughs> when people would write like hags on the on the spine of your book or your yearbook or whatever, it's like, have a great summer. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah, people didn't do that in the 80s. Oh, they didn't? Did you guys have yearbooks? Oh, my gosh. Well, just, it's yeah. a legitimate question. They were yeah. delivered by the Pony Express. <laughs> Yep. There we go. We're off to the races. And we're back. Yeah. uh, If we were going to take a, if we would have been voting, I remember people got voted. Yeah. Okay. So if the Knowing Faith hosts were going to be voted, what would we have been voted as? Like, you know, like most likely to whatever the most. Wait, were you voted as something in your high school yearbook? Uh, Yeah. Were you, JT? Mm Mm-hmm. Are we going to share? Wait, were no, you? Wait. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. What were you voted? <laughs> Tell me, JT. I was dating somebody at the time. <laughs> oh gosh. And we were we were voted as most likely to be married at the reunion. Ooh. Oh, and awkward. I have not spoken so with you're her basically not going to the reunion over a decade. Okay. <laughs> yeah, not going to the reunion. Nope. Okay, Jen. Um, I was voted most likely to succeed. <gasps> oh, not a surprise. Not I peaked surprise. in high school. That's. Obviously not true. (laughs) (laughs) I was voted most likely, this is not a joke, most likely to become a pastor. What? Not a joke, which is... Kyle, that's really sweet. They didn't have those categories in Colorado. (laughs) Yeah. Those are are East Texas Were you in public school? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they had a category of most likely to become a pastor. I think they probably wrote it in for me. I'm probably the only recipient. Why is this guy reading Calvin during (laughs) recess? (laughs) Lunchtime. Yeah. It was, uh, you know, I will say for a cool factor, it wasn't like, it didn't help my points. But, um, but you know, it turned out to be true. All right. So, uh, season three of Knowing Faith, and if you are kind of new to Knowing Faith, it might be good for us to just, one, kind of introduce ourselves and what we do, yep. right? So, like, who we are, and then talk a little bit about why we do Knowing Faith. 
Like, why do we do it? And what are some of the things that we've covered in the past? So, JT, who are you? Yeah, so I've been at the Village now. It'll be five years. Almost by the time this launches, I came in October 2014 and came to the Village to start the Village Church Institute. I'm just really passionate about discipleship in the context of the local church, whether that's helping increase Bible literacy or theological uh, understanding, spiritual formation. Uh, I did not grow up in a Christian home. So when I got saved, I was looking for my church to disciple me. And though it was a great church, I never really had the opportunity to grow and learn. And so uh, the thing that I wake up every single day thinking about is how do we take just your average church member who is grinding it out at their job or in their responsibilities with their family and show them Christ and the scriptures help them grow, learn, develop over a long period of life. And so the Institute really started with that vision of how do we, how do we equip the saints for the work of ministry here in the context of the local church? I'm married to Macy. She's been on an episode before, which mm-hmm. was one of my favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. All, we've had all of our spouses. We've had all of our spouses. Episode. Yep. And yeah. then uh, Thomas and Bailey, my little four and two. Okay. There we go. Anything else? No, I think that's good. Jen? Uh, Introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm an Enneagram one. Perfect. Let's yeah. get it. We'll, we'll get all our numbers yeah. out there. <laughs> no, I'm for good. all those Enneagram, for all those that are we'll Enneagram fans out there, probably not that. Enneagram fans, we all know Jen. Yeah, don't don't tell. Uh, I'm Jen Wilkin. I've been at the Village for, gosh, I guess twelve years now. Um, I've been on staff with the Institute for four and a half. Is yeah. that right, JT? That's about right. Yeah, and um, I my thing I love is Bible literacy in the local church specifically. I want to see a firsthand knowledge of our text restored to the average person in the pews and um, want to see the perceived expert-amateur divide that we have of the people on the platform being the experts and the people in the seats being the amateurs. I want to see that diminished as people grow to know and love and understand the Bible better. Okay. Uh, married to Jeff yeah. and uh, have four fantastic grown children. Okay. There we go. You have like an awesome family. Yeah. I really like them. You should. Great. Mm-hmm. We like them too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Big fans. Big fans. Uh, Kyle Worley, um, I served on staff here at the village for a number of years, served alongside Jen, served underneath JT in the Institute Department, and then uh, went and planted a church. How's your church? Yeah, you did. Yeah, uh, Mosaic Church. You're what? Thirteen months in, or is that not even twelve yet? Not even twelve. October will be our year anniversary um, uh, of hard launch, and so it's been a really fun, wild ride. Cool to see God do some great things in our people and through our people, and we love it. It's been fantastic. Kyle, I'm hijacking all of our plans for the show this season, Uh but I want us to do a show where you talk about that because I feel like you have done some things that other church planners may not have thought about doing. I mm-hmm. think you've taken some, you and maybe we could get Adam yeah. Griffin to come on mm-hmm. too and you guys could talk a little about your roadmap because I've been really encouraged to see how you guys have gone about that. Thank you, thank you. It's been fun. And one of the fun, funnest things or most fun, funnest things? Funner, whatever. Funnerest. Funnerest things uh, has been just trying to think how to replicate adult education environments mm-hmm. in a church plant, which mm-hmm. oftentimes is like the one thing you throw overboard. In or, a or, or it's like, uh, we'll get to that eventually. Right. That's what I love is that you guys hit the ground running with it. You were like, no, we're not going to try to introduce that down the road. And It's been really fun. Yeah, it's cool to see. It's been really fun. And so I'm married to Lauren and uh, we have a little little girl. I watched your Instagram stories last night. Oh, you were really? dancing with Lydia. We dance every night. Dancing with your daughter is just like the <laughs> sweetest thing. It's the best. You guys were doing like like nice dancing Bailey and I we like jam yeah, of like she- <laughs> yeah. No, I see that in you I get that 
<laughs> Wait, so like, is there a competitive element to it at your house, JT? No, she just is okay. like, oh, like she wants to rock. Like, oh. it's not like competitive. She just is like, I'll put on something slow, and she's like, what, what is this? And you put on something with some she's bass, a bruiser. And she's, she's like, let's, let's, go, like, let's go. I love that. I love that. Well, uh, so that's who we are. Why do Why do we do Knowing Faith? Why did we? Why did? The, why is this a thing? So I want to talk about this because Good. you can't talk about it. Uh, Jen can talk about it with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you came to us. It's been two, two and a half years now. Mm-hmm. And said yeah. we should start a podcast, and both Jen and I were like, "No, no way, yeah, absolutely not." It was a definitive no. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I put every social, every bit of social capital. You I did. Had we even talked about it. Then. Yep, we did. Uh, That's actually also what I said to JT the first time he said I should work for him. I remember so. that too. Yeah. <laughs> so we both been told no. <laughs> we, we, we persist. <laughs> uh, but when you came to us to talk about wanting to do this podcast, we're still in the middle of, of trying to develop and build a department that required a lot of uh, blood, sweat, and tears. Mm-hmm. And it was something we were passionate about. And I think our concern was, is this going to get in the way of the main mission? Is this going to be mission drift mm-hmm. for what we're trying to do? Uh, but then we said, let's, I forget how you did it, but you convinced us like just a couple, do a couple pilot episodes. Well, you said, you said, we're going to build it off of what we're already doing. We're not going to yeah. have to come up with all new things to talk about. And we re- he said, I really just think people would benefit from hearing what goes on just when we're having normal conversations. And yeah. I was like, this is classic me. I'm like, this is dumb. Nobody's going to listen. Nobody's going to want to listen. Everybody's starting a blog. Yeah. It's what all the cool kids are doing. I mean, everybody's starting a podcast. Yeah. what all the cool kids are doing. And uh, then... It just ended up being so fun yeah. that we didn't really care if anybody was listening. It's true, right? <laughs> we didn't really the, care. But then the fruitfulness of it, yeah. I mean, it just, we get, I got an Instagram post a couple of days ago from somebody in Chile mm-hmm. in there, or somebody else said, you know, I, I'd given up on, on reading scripture yeah. yeah, and you guys are helping me fall in love with the Bible again. Yeah. And you're like, okay, that makes the whole season worth it. Yeah. 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 It's been an absolute joy, an absolute blast. And I think, you know, uh, for, for me, the kind of inception point of the idea was just that when I jumped onto this team, uh, it was the first experience I had of really doing regular kind of meaningful theological and biblical engagement with uh, brother and sister peers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that is a huge part of this mm-hmm. is that we've kind of had this blessing and this opportunity, this journey over the last couple of years to learn how to do that together. And we just found, I, at least I found that it was richer because of that. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. For um, sure. And so I think that one of the things that's just been so fun I mean, selfishly, is that this is just a scheduled opportunity for us to to do this, yeah, uh, and to do what we are already doing. I, when people are uh, when people reach out and be like, "Man, I love, I love the banter," I'm like, "You should see our text message, chance. <laughs> right? <laughs> or, or not? Or not? Probably yeah, not. those right. those are the things that we should not disclose, probably. But you know, drifting from the absurd to the theological to the serious to the cultural, and uh, it's been really fun to get to kind of pull back the curtain for knowing yeah. faith and like knowing faith is really like a TVCI staff meeting. Yeah. Like yeah. this is what we're doing yeah. all yeah. the time. Kyle, uh, when you posted that three amigos <laughs> online and I was like, Kyle, I don't know if the world's ready to know that the three amigos is a thing for us. It, <laughs> it was hilarious. It was. And the reactions, I think people were surprised. People were surprised. <laughs> people were surprised at our own self-conception of who yeah, we are. Yeah, they wanted to know which one I was. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, Steve Martin, Of right? course, yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, funny man, Steve Martin. Um, and we've covered a lot of stuff on Knowing Face. So it's been fun to actually like get to do the work and have the fun. But I actually think too, and this is not to like both. I think we've actually covered some really important topics. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, And we've had on some great guests Mm -hmm. um, and we've been able to cover now 
oh my goodness, we've we've hit Matthew. Mm-hmm. Um, we've gone through First and Second Samuel. Yep. We made it through. Made it. <laughs> made it through. We did it. And now we're headed towards Acts. And we've done some really important topics, uh, kind of more in the systematic, biblical, and historical theology landscape. Yeah, almost every, at least major topic of systematic yeah. theology mm-hmm. has been covered in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. And this season, you know, we're headed towards covering the Apostles' Creed and Acts. Yeah. I'm really, like, I'm very, pumped. very excited yeah. about this Me season too. and the content. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, I think that it's going to be, uh, and the the kind of, if, you, if you're new to Knowing Faith, our rhythm is that we'll do an episode that is kind of tracking along with the book of the Bible, and then we'll go towards an episode that is tracking along with some sort of like theological lattice or structure. So we're kind of following something. In the past, we've used a training program curriculum. Training program is one of the things that JT built here, which is a theolo- one-year-long theological immersion program that's kind of a capstone, so to speak, of the institute department. Uh, and we've used that as kind of our grid, this year we're using the Apostles' Creed instead, yep, yep. which will be really fun. It's better mm-hmm. than the training program. It <laughs> is. So we're, we're going to go with that. It is. It is. It's been around. It's right. it it has has been around. staying power. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think one of the things that has been really fun is just listening to what listeners say mm-hmm. about knowing faith. So what are some of the things that you hear from folks about knowing faith? Uh, go ahead. Jump well, in. Well, it's been really fun. Like when I travel around to do speaking things, I... Now, anytime I'm talking to people after an event, they are like, tell JT and Kyle hi, you know? And I'm like, okay, I will. Uh, and it's just been really fun. Like you guys, you guys have talked about how um, people will talk to you about me being a part of the show. And I get to hear about these women who may not have ever paid attention to anything you guys were saying. And they've been introduced to your voices. And and, and that's been really fun because um, you're you're talking about things that are obviously for men and women. Mm-hmm. Um, but to hear women say, oh my gosh, and I read that, you know, I read Delighting in the Trinity and it changed the way that I thought about the Trinity. And then I thought, oh my gosh, what else don't I know? And mm-hmm. so that's all fun. And I get tons of um, private messages on Instagram, which yeah. I, I'll just tell you guys straight up, I pretend like I don't read them because I can't respond to all of them, but I do go out there and peek <laughs> around and then I'll send them to Kyle and JT and say, look how encouraging this is that yeah. people's framework for how they're understanding the scriptures and theology, it's being changed by these conversations. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I, I get some of that stuff too. One of the pieces of feedback that I get regularly is that people don't feel like they have spaces to have these kinds yeah. of conversations, yeah. whether that's in their local church or in their group of friends. And so there's a lot of people who are really interested in this type of stuff. I think that was my, my concern is that, is anybody going to care about right. this? But what we found is there are a bunch of people who care and are simply looking for conversation partners and dialogue partners. And sometimes this sounds creepy, but I'm also super encouraged about it. Like people feel like they're in the room with us. They're like, I feel like Mm -hmm. I'm having a conversation and a dialogue with friends. And that's the best way for theology to be done is in the context of community, in the context of, of hearing multiple voices pursue truth together. So the fact that we're trying to provide an environment where people feel invited in, not just talked to, mm-hmm. but talked with, yeah. uh, has been something that I hear regularly. Yeah, my two, my two favorite pieces of feedback are, one, I love that you guys love one another mm-hmm. and still disagree with each other. Yes. <laughs> because we I, do that well. We do that, yeah. That is a well pra- <laughs> that is a well-traveled path in our We really know how to do that. <laughs> And so, uh, like, probably the most amount of energy I saw off of any of our episodes last season is whenever JT and I disagreed about oh the canon. We, we yeah. are spending a lot of time talking about that in this season. I need you to know, well, I'm, gonna, I'm prepared. Yeah, I bet you are. Okay. Um, the whole history of the church stands against you. Um, uh, that's not true. Okay, well, guys, we don't oh, have time today. 
It's true. There's, there's truth there. Uh, so that's one that I love. And I think it is, I think it's winsome for people because the only disagreement, well, most disagreement we see publicly now in published form is not charitable and nobody hugs afterwards. What are you talking right. about? Right, of course. Yeah, is there like a rage culture out yeah, there? Yeah, there is. People, little, people little, mad at each other? Just a little bit. Just say mm. anything on the internet. Okay. Um, and then, uh, and, no, I'm good. <laughs> right, yeah, I know you are. And the second thing is that uh, I love hearing people one of my favorite pieces of feedback is uh, do you guys just act like you're learning from one another? Oh, nope. yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. no. The we amount like, of scripting that goes into these is exactly, <laughs> is exactly zero. zero. Yeah. <laughs> so, there, so people would be like, oh, it's really cool how those moments you act like you didn't know. It's yeah. like, no, no, that's no actually, I did that's not real. know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's real. Yeah, so, you know, whenever, uh, like, somebody came to me and were like, you didn't know that uh, the king was anointed three times? You thought it was fine? I was like, yeah. And they were like, well, why are you doing this podcast? I was like, because I'm trying to learn about first and second Samuel. I'm sorry. I don't know. Okay. I didn't know how many times until that moment. I didn't know. Well, and anytime, here's a little code word. If you hear me go, let me just play devil's advocate for a minute. It usually means I want to ask questions I actually need to know the answer to, but I'm pretending like I do know the answer in advance. We live in a possession and money-obsessed culture, but what does the Bible say about generosity? In his new book, A Short Guide to Gospel Generosity, author Nathan Harris shows us that the answer to our obsession with possessions is turning to the gospel, because only in the gospel can we find the type of life transformation that enables us to turn our focus from ourselves and back to others, to give generously, and to follow in the way of Christ. To learn more about the book, visit GuideToGospelGenerosity.com. That's GuideToGospelGenerosity.com. Do you ever get stuck wondering how to study a Bible passage? The Courage for Life Study Bibles for Women and the Courage for Life Study Bibles for Men have over 1,400 Bible studies. That's a Bible study on every page of Bible text. Access to the Filament Bible app lets you dive even deeper. If you download the app and you scan the page number, you can open up a world of resources, including over 25,000 additional study notes, hundreds of videos, and a full audio Bible. Start discovering at courageforlifebible.com. That's courageforlifebible.com for incredible study notes and an incredible study Bible. You might find it helpful to listen to Knowing Faith if you are, let's just kind of uh, popcorn this, if uh, if you're somebody who is, man, I'm, I'm interested in things about the Bible or things about Christian belief, but I'm having a hard time starting, I don't really know where to go to learn, then you might find Knowing Faith helpful. If mm-hmm. You might find it helpful if um, if you feel like, man, I have a kind of, I feel like I've got a lot of like bits and pieces mm-hmm. of Christian truth things. Um, like I know that somehow the Bible is authoritative and I know that Jesus Jesus is the son of God, but I'm having a hard time kind of putting those things together. That's one of the things that we aim to do Mm -hmm. with knowing faith. What are some other, other reasons why you might just find it helpful? I read uh, someone's tweet on the terrible internets about how she overheard a conversation in an airport 
uh, and and this woman said, "Oh man, I, I love the Bible so much," and then then proceeded to say something that had no relation to what the Bible teaches. And she and it, it was Sharon Miller is who tweeted this. I thought it was really insightful. She said, "I think that a lot of people are dealing with these kind of contradictions, and that some of them are not even aware of it. Mm-hmm. But some of us do have a low level sense of, ooh, I don't even know if these things fit together. And there's a reason that we called the podcast Knowing Faith. We believe that there are cohesive ways to think about our faith um, that help us to increase our faith. And um, many of us just haven't ever had exposure to the categories or had given ourselves space to even contemplate them. So I think Mm -hmm. if you're someone who finds yourself thinking, oh, I think I believe that, or I've always been told that, but I'm not sure the origin of that, uh, or someone just challenged that online. And now I'm wondering if the whole world is off kilter. That's a big thing that I hope we can do in, in incremental ways on the podcast is every one of us will have that moment where we encounter the soul sucking question that we think has possibly never been answered before by any other human being with regard to our faith. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, you kind of lock up and think maybe everything I've ever believed is fake Mm -hmm. or wrong. And uh, I hope what we're doing on this show is giving people uh, uh, I guess grappling hooks, so to speak, to hang on to Mm -hmm. the bedrock of their faith. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That those, these questions are not new. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. 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 Yeah. And really nothing we're doing on the show is it, novel. Yeah. At all. No. Yeah. I hope not. This, if we are, we should yeah, probably yeah. think about stopping. Yeah. Um, That's good. Yeah. I'm not sure that, I'm not sure the right way to say this, but I think you'd want to listen to this if you're wanting to be involved in conversations like yep. this. Yeah. We wish we could invite all of you into the studio. Yep. So you could have a conversation with us because again, well, most, most of you, most people, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the fourth amigo, but <laughs> but we we really think that the best learning happens when you're in conversation with other people. Mm-hmm. That every time that I've read a book or listened to a sermon or a podcast or a lecture, whatever it was, the real learning happened when I was able to go have a conversation with you guys next yeah. door and say, "Hey, here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I'm." I mean, just yesterday, I'm preaching this weekend uh, here at our church, and Jen and I spent 30 minutes talking about the text mm-hmm. and and want, kind of walking through it together, which means and disagreeing. Yeah, disagreeing mm-hmm. because that's important and yeah. valuable and so if if you're looking for an environment like this we're hoping to kind of show you what what it could look like maybe yeah. your community is going to look a little bit different your conversation partners are different but this is like doing theology in community is messy like this yeah. and it's it isn't a lecture it's not it's, it's what jen said earlier it's removing the amateur expert divide mm-hmm. yes. that we are all trying to open the scriptures together because we believe that in it, the faith that's been once delivered to the saints is contained. And we believe that it's worth knowing and it's worth knowing with friends mm-hmm. and that it's worth knowing with people that agree with you and disagree with you so that we can know truth. And yeah. so mm-hmm. I would encourage you, if you're somebody who's listening to this and you want community like this, think about think about starting a community like this. Yeah, it would be so cool to see um, conversation partners develop out yes. of this podcast. And even like now, can I say that there's there's show notes now? There, are, I think that there are. Yes. Yeah, yes. they are being developed. They are being developed. <clears throat> like they'll be out there before long, yes. and you could they, they'll probably be there on this episode. Yeah, by the time this episode comes out. Yeah, I've quoted Hebrews eleven one on this faith. Is yeah, the uh-huh, of things uh-huh. Uh-huh. The <laughs> of things not seen. Uh, well, yeah, let's just speak that word into the universe. But <laughs> um, but one, you know. You could you could take a previous season of Knowing Faith, get yep. together with two friends, yep. take the show notes, do some reading together, have some conversations. That would be fantastic. And don't think about us as being 
authoritative the, the teachers yeah. think of us partners. as being conversation yep. partners mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely I think that's and really i think some awesome. of it too is like we think when we have those conversations that we have to be able to put a neat bow on yes. the conversation at the end of, of of it and that's not the case like you could get together with a group to to talk about what you're reading and um and walk away going yeah i don't know yeah and that is a great discussion. Yes, yeah, and that's actually one of the reasons I'm so excited about our structure for season three with Acts and the Apostles' Creed is because of what you just said right there. I think one of the things that actually allows for greater and greater theological charity is returning back to the basics mm-hmm. of what Christian faith looked like, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of its early formulations. Mm-hmm. And it gives us a willingness and an ability to go, you know what, here's some bedrock things that we're saying, that, that Jesus Christ has ascended, the Spirit has been sent, the church has been birthed, and then from that, eventually you get this formulation of the Apostles' Creed mm-hmm. that is establishing kind of a bedrock. And that bedrock is really, um, it's very certain about very certain things, and it is very open and other things. Mm-hmm. And so you and your friend can get together and listen to a baptism episode, walk away disagreeing about baptism, like Lig Duncan and I have done mm-hmm. now, even though he is Bucket the smartest list. man yeah. I have <laughs> ever been in the room with. I was intimidated also for every kindest. second of that. Co- and kindness. He beat us on smartness and kindness. I know, yeah. yeah. Most likely to succeed. <laughs> yes, Hashtag <laughs> Presbyterian. Uh, and most well-dressed. He was... Most well-dressed. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, uh, but, I, but I love that because I think that going into Acts and Apostles' Creed, it kind of takes us back not to, you know, there's sometimes this idyllic approach when we look back at Acts and the Apostles' Creed, right? Which just doesn't hold water when no. you look at anything oh around what was happening around the yeah. Apostles' Creed or what's actually happening in the book of Acts. Uh, but I love that we're returning to that for our structure. So, Jen, could you share a little bit about as uh, as to why we're headed towards Acts? We're going to be going through Acts, the men's and women's Bible studies at the village. We'll be going through Acts this fall and spring, so we'll be doing it in two parts. And eventually that resource is going to be available online and won't be available week to week. Uh, but it'll all be available all kind of in one big block. But um, we wanted to do the book of Acts because we wanted to pay attention to, we had just done Matthew um, a couple years ago. So I shouldn't say just done, but right. it feels still fresh in my head. And uh, and then having done First and Second Samuel, it's, it's really nice to pick up with um, the book of Acts, which is going to develop you know, hey, what happened after um, the the earthly ministry of the son of David? Yeah. Like, what did that what did that look like? And 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 what should we take as normative? What should we take as this is a, something unique happening at a unique time? These are questions that people deal with quietly or that they overlook, yeah. and so we want to deal with them forthrightly. And um, just putting together that study has been I, every time we put together a study, I think. I thought I knew the book of Acts, Hmm. you know, whatever the book is. It's like, oh, I thought I knew this. And then you're like, man, there is so much more here. Seeing um, in particular the the messages that Peter gives or that Paul gives, the seven messages of Peter, the seven messages of Paul. And of course, Stephen's um, sermon, the speech that he gives. uh, and, and, And so looking to their example and asking, what, what do I take from this? Yeah. Um, what is not as helpful for me to take from this? Because there's so much conversation about what Acts is or isn't out there. And so our hope is always 
to just give a book of the Bible to our people. Yeah. Um, so that at the end of spending 22 weeks in it or whatever with the right. time is that we've allotted, um, whether they have been able to draw um, neat and clean application points from every single increment of the text, they will uh, always know, oh, that's in Acts chapter 6, or yeah. oh, that's in Acts chapter 12. And those sound like small wins, but they're cumulative wins that over a lifetime or even over five or ten years start to make a huge difference in how you hear sermons that are preached right. and how you read commentaries. So that's what we're looking for. We're looking for, we're, we're running a marathon, not a sprint in the Bible studies. Yeah. And so you'll hear some of that come up in the conversation that we're having here, um, just as reflections. You kind of get, I would say, on the podcast, you get sort of things that cooked a little longer after the teaching, right, yeah. um, things that I wish I'd gotten to talk about sure. during the teaching or things that hit me, you know, a day later that I'm like, shoot, I wish I'd had that on Tuesday. Yeah. And some really fun, interesting, weird stuff. Yeah. Like with it, we got to explore. In first oh yeah. You, lo- you love to dig out all the stuff. I do. Like, like oh I can't gosh. wait to talk about Acts 1 and the casting of Lot. Oh yeah. Because you're just like, it's like Jesus. Why is that happening? Powerful <laughs> moment. There's a super powerful moment that they're like, hey guys. Yeah, let's roll some dice. Let's roll yeah. some dice. <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute, am I, a, am I in a casino with Robert De Niro right But now? I actually love that. That's what I love, because that's what we try to do in the Bible study, too, is we try to ask the question that people think they're not allowed to ask. Right. You know, yeah. like, people are like, oh, I guess that's just a thing, and I'll just keep moving. It's right. Like, no, exactly. no, no, no. Feel the weirdness. Yeah. Let's talk it's about strange. it. Yeah, I love that. Uh, okay, so we're doing Acts, which will be really fun. I, I'm very excited about doing Acts. Mm-hmm. And then we're also going to be hitting Apostles' Creed. Yeah. Why, why did we... And we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll spend more time in this in detail in the next episode, but why, why Apostles' Creed? Yeah, I mean, so I think uh, kind of our tradition, so we're evangelical, Protestants, fairly Reformed, Bapti- Baptists. <laughs> and so like, we love our Bibles. Mm-hmm. Like, we love our Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, I literally wrote my dissertation on why the Bible's authority. Like, we love mm-hmm. our Bibles, and mm-hmm. rightfully so, because... This is where God meets us in its text. It's yep. the inspired word of God. It's inerrant, infallible, sufficient, uh, clear. Um, it's necessary. Yep. But sometimes that has meant that we've neglected the faith that's been passed down to us mm-hmm. through the church, yep. uh, which could be known as like creeds, councils, confessions. confessions. Yep. Uh, jinx. Yeah, uh, and that's what this is. So the Apostles' Creed is probably the most well-known creed in the history of the Christian church. It's been confessed across in every country, across virtually every period of time by all Christians. And so when we say like, let's distill down what the faith is, it's the creed. But sometimes evangelicals were like, no creed, but the Bible. I want, I want my Bible. And I'm like, okay, do you know that's a creed? (laughs) Uh, And so, and so we're trying to, I think, explore for people how, how our faith and how Bible literacy can be uh, expanded through a knowledge of church history yeah. and through the confessions and creeds that have been handed down to us. And so the Apostles' Creed, you could do Nicaea, Chalcedon. And maybe we will. And day. maybe we will. I, I'd like to, but but at least this one, the Apostles' Creed, I would say is kind of the most distilled version of the story uh, of what God is doing in the world through yeah. Christ. I love it. It's going to be fun. It really is going to be fun. Uh well, so one of the things that we threw out, just to kind of start landing the plane, that over the, the summer was we threw out a, a hashtag contest or a, a, a subtitle <laughs> or tagline contest, excuse me. And by we, we mean Kyle. Yeah, I mean, because why not? I, mean, so just, like, like, I get out we there were, one night, I'm like, why do I have so many mentions on Twitter? Well, I mean, I, hey, you can thank me for uh-huh. dragging that Kyle's mention. Kyle's out there stirring the old pot. <laughs> I am. Um, so uh, here's a few of my favorite ones that get thrown out, okay? This one's from Jake Kelly. Knowing faith, Jesus isn't calling, 
He already called. <laughs> That's a good quote. I thought we High cut five, that. Jake. We did, no, we didn't cut that. We cut some stuff after it. But, uh, uh, we got one from Angela Lamb, Knowing Faith, Now Say It in English. Yeah, Which I said was the perfect title for JT's future memoirs. <laughs> right? I mean, now say it in English, the JT story. I think I'm just going to call it plain English. Oh, that's a good one, too. Okay. Um, uh, oh, Lord, that there would be such thing as plain English. That's <laughs> true. Uh, Jen, I was just wondering. Uh, so, Jen, don't, don't. I'm doing it. I'm going in. <laughs> There's one of my favorite quotes from the West Wing. That's something else I've loved about this. Oh, yeah. People will, will respond to us and say, I, I know, love... We, we need to start getting residuals from the West yeah. Wing. Like, we, point, love, yeah, yeah. we love the theology talk, but I, I finally watched the West Wing, uh -huh. and that's made Knowing Faith worth it. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Golly. Yeah, but there's a there's a part in the West Wing where where they're criticizing President Bartlett for being uh, the education president and being and, and actually having an education. And so whenever Jen trolls me for having an education, it's like, Jen, we're the education department. Maybe it's okay for us to pretend like we have an education. I like that you think it's me trolling you. It That's is. really rich. It is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. It's a pot kettle situation mm -hmm. for sure. <laughs> um, uh, we have Nate Norberg, Knowing Faith, come for the show, stay for the banter. Wow. Thanks, Nate. Thank you, Nate. Seen, I know, I man. Loved. Just feel love. Thank you, Nate. Uh, okay, hey, that me, little banter. Can we talk about the the survey you did? The totally ridiculous. I, sure. I mean, I've never known anybody who wanted to talk about their own defeat. Uh, <laughs> it was. Hang on. I, I think it's probably unfair to call it a defeat. News. We could call it an absolute destruction. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a colossal. Defeat. I have been wrongly portrayed as a banter <laughs> hater. Mm -hmm. I do not hate the banter. Banter. I just hate lack of self control. Mm. And you do have a committed base of followers. You do know that self control uh, is seven. a fruit of the spirit, been, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. I've been told this uh, <laughs> by a great study through the Gospel of Matthew. <laughs> Kyle and I, we're just here to, to give the people what they want. That's true. And they want the banter. That's so true. So the banter stays. Um, <laughs> we have to come up with some reason to malign you, Jen, because you make us look so bad about every, every single. <laughs> episode. Mm. I, maybe I should have been voted most likely to be trolled. Uh, well, I wish that's we, true. Sometimes I wish for we this. like video recorded this because see us just taking notes on yeah. the other side of Jen. It's like, oh, true. that's good. I'm putting that <laughs> in my sermon yeah, this people, week. People, people are, uh, somebody said, man, it's so cool how when you guys listen to other, you're like, oh, that's really good. I'm like, yeah. No, that's because yeah, I'm going to use it I'm somewhere later that day. And I'm not crediting well, that Well, that's what has been really, really fun because JT and I have had a running joke about how in the early years he would take my lines and just kind of wing them out there. And uh, now I totally Totally sneak his stuff into what yeah, I'm now saying. It's like, the reverse. So anytime someone tweets out something I said that was a ripoff of JT, I screenshot it and send it to him. I like, didn't even credit you. That's awesome. I love that. How you that. like me now? I deserve that. Well, I that comment. Well, listen. Um, if there is, we're we're excited about season three. I am. I'm pumped about it. I'm pumped to be back in the studio. Uh, we'll be releasing weekly episodes. We hope that you'll be listening in for those. For more information, you can look into the show notes in the podcast description. We'd be honored for you to leave us a podcast review on iTunes or wherever you find your podcast. You can find us online at trainingthechurch.com. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter by searching Knowing Faith. I would also encourage you to just kind of thumb through the rest of the Knowing Faith episodes. Sometimes we'll, uh, we'll make it a point to say, hey, we've covered this
this topic before or we've looked at this topic. JT's over here just ripping paper up. I don't know if you guys can hear that in the background. He can't speak directly into the mic, but he can rip this paper <laughs> right over the microphone. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. let me get this paper as yeah. close mm-hmm. to the mic as possible. Mm-hmm. He dropped himself. Okay, whatever. <laughs> um, on our next episode, we're going to be looking at the Apostles' Creed and we're going to ask this question. What is belief? Like when we say when we believe in something, what does it actually mean to believe in something? All right? See you next time. Grace and peace.